and welcome to the Teenage Daydream Podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. And we are about to start oh my season God. three of One Tree Hill. We're excited. We've been waiting for this. <laughs> we for have two, been slogging through season two seasons. to get to this. <laughs> and unfortunately, this first episode does not help, I mean, us, help yeah. us get anywhere good. But it doesn't really. Whatever. <laughs> That's so, fine. Yes. That's fine. It's a bridging episode. We're just like we're trying yeah. to we're getting into things. We're wrapping up ends. Yeah, we had all those it all out. cliffhangers at the end of season yeah. two. So here we are. It's called "Like You, Like You, Like an Arsonist, Love You Like an Arsonist," something like that. Okay, it's "Like You Like an Arsonist," but I feel like it should be "Love You Like an Arsonist." Just because then, like, it gets confusing with the like yes. likes. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway by Paris, Texas, which also is a Vim Benders movie, so random. Um, and probably where they got their name from, just for the record. This, there's so much... It's not even like it's a flashback episode, it's a flippity-floppity-flashity-back. Yeah. <laughs> I found it very annoying, I'm not going to lie to you. I find it very tedious when they do this. I don't like it. Like Sometimes it works, and sometimes I'm just like, did we need to do it this way, though? Well, because then every time it's, it's always just like they pan in on the person and they have like a moment of thinking. So then you right. know it's going to happen. <laughs> well, also like the hair situation. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of hair going on in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so we start kind of where we ended. Yeah. Uh, with the fire, it's panning to like the different like family photos in Dan's office. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Dan, you know, and the things explode. And then we go back to, like, the Scott residence where mm-hmm. Nathan and Deb, we see the exact same exchange oh, yeah, with her being like, it's the same scene. ooh, I was here all night. And then Nathan being like, I had something to do. Because, of course, like, mm-hmm. we still don't know who did what. Haley coming home. And that's when, like, stuff kicks off. Yeah, because that's when Deb is like, well, Haley's talking about how she wants to come home, and, like, Nathan sort of doesn't know what to say to her. And then Deb's like, we have to go. Like, it's urgent. Yeah. It's your dad. Um, but then she tells Haley to come with them. Yeah. So that's nice. At least Deb is like, Haley, welcome home. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we go to the scene of Lucas and Peyton on the beach where he's all like, I guess it's just us this summer. And I'm like, you're yeah. so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then, and then, because what she's like, so he's like, come on, like, let me take you home. And she's like, no, like, I don't want to be alone. Will you stay with me? And you're just like, what is happening? Right. All I wrote down was, ugh. Yep. Yep. That was my out loud reaction as I was watching it. I was just like, ugh. (laughs) Then we see the fire again, but then Peyton's at home. Mm Mm-hmm. And then this is where she, like, actually tells Lucas why she doesn't want to be alone. Right. Or, like, all about the creepy messages and how Ellie stopped by and was, like, claiming to be her mother. Yeah. And then they hear, like, sirens. <laughs> and Lucas is like, I did something tonight that I can't take back. <laughs> I just, like, it's so soap opera. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, this episode, they were so dramatic in this episode that I was like, oh, my God, they need to calm down. Well, or, or like, lean into it. Like, pick one. Yeah. Pick a lane. Like, if we're going there, let's go there. Yeah. 
But right, yeah, because it's always just that, you know, like the Nathan Deb. Oh, I've been here. Oh, something to do. <gasps> I've done something and I can't take And you're just like, oh, my yeah, God. I know. <sighs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so then Nathan, Deb, and Haley arrive at the dealership, which mm-hmm. is in flames. Yes. And they're just like watching it. They notice that Dan's car is there. And Deb's like, he was working late. And you can tell they're all like, is this man dead? <laughs> yeah. And then the friggin' firefighter. So they're like talking to him and he's like, no one told you. And then just walks away. And I'm like, okay, listen, I understand that for the dramatic purposes of this episode, you were trying to draw out the Dan reveal. But if you are an actual firefighter person talking to the wife of the man who might be burned to death inside of this building, I think you might just be like, oh, he's alive. One sec. Let me go get him. This would not happen on Chicago Fire. <laughs> like, instead of being like, no one told you, and then just waiting for them to wheel him out on a stretcher coming around <laughs> the other side of the ambulance. Oh, but then Haley and Nathan hold hands for a second. Yes. Oh. But then, yeah. yeah. Dan's all smoked up and getting into the ambulance, mm-hmm. and then we get our, I don't want to be. Yeah. But the best part was it, I think it was... The, the song that was playing over this, right? Because it kept cutting between people and then, like, the fire. Right. But, like, the song was something, something, and it just kept being, like, woo, 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 woo. <laughs> I was, like, I just kept, it, like, it It didn't fit because it was almost, like, kind of like a pump-up jam because it was, like, doing something. And I was, like, <laughs> I didn't even woo, 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 woo. And I was just, like, oh this God, is not, so this should funny. be more, like, somber in some sort of way. I was just, like, laughing the whole time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh, man. Wild times. Yeah. And then when we come back, we're in the present. Yes. Lucas is at the airport with a bouquet of flowers. Yeah. And Brooke arrives with a new haircut, which is how we know that this is the present. It's much darker. She has bangs now. Yeah. And she basically, she starts telling him off about how, like, he can't show up at the airport and bombard her with flowers and, like going off about it and then we see that actually he's there for Karen who's just and Brooke's like okay awkward well because then even Lucas is like oh I thought you were coming tomorrow yeah I'm just here for my mom yep (laughs) awkward city very anyway Brooke is definitely still annoyed with him for the whole I love you as she's leaving situation yes as she should be agreed yep um. Then we get a little Lucas and Peyton scene. Hmm. She's painting some number on her wall. Right. Um. I honestly don't remember what this exchange was beyond Lucas telling her that Brooke is home. Oh, and then Peyton says something like, "What are you gonna tell her?" And it's like clear that they're trying to imply that something has happened between Peyton and Lucas. Yeah, because they have a little banter about like, "Hey, do you want to like help me paint?" Or like, you know, I have a favorite. Like, you can. She was trying to make, you know, like, oh, or you could pay me to help me paint some kind of, you know, and then they're all like, ha ha, and, and she does, like, you don't know me, and, like, they have whatever, and then, yeah, Brooke's home, and then that, like, are you going to tell her, and you're just like, oh, yeah, because, of course, then, yeah, tell her what? Right. Tell her what? I think I know what happens, but they're clearly implying something else, and I'm just like, right. we're trying not to go there again, please, and thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god then we end up 
Dan is in Nathan's room. Yeah, like ransacking it. Just tearing it all apart. Yeah. Which happens again. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's relentless. Because he's so desperate to find the annulment papers. Yeah. I guess to, like, file them and, like, end the marriage? Because he's a... I would think so. Dickbag? Like... Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But he, he, he keeps getting itchy because he's like stressed out because like he's burnt, <laughs> obviously. Um, and like Deb says something about like, oh, like, are you sure it's not because like. So at this point, we clearly know that it's been like the whole summer. Yeah. Just because like with people coming back and this and that. So like they've already like rebuilt the dealership at this point. Mm-hmm. Or it's almost done, she says. And it's just like, you know, like there could be like memories and this and that. And you're just like, oh, yeah. Right. And there's some sort of comment, she makes some sort of comment about, like, everyone's survival skills, and you're just like, what are we getting at here? Yeah, what I, are didn't, you? I didn't know. No. Yep. Well, and then there's, like, some comment he makes about Nathan, too, because Deb says something about how he'll be home soon, because he's at High Flyers. Yeah. And Dan's like, our home or with Haley? And you're like, oh my god. Because, yeah, so then at this point, then we still don't know, like, what the deal with Haley and Nathan is. Right. But Nathan has gone to High Flyers. We know that. Yes. The last we saw them was them holding hands at the fire. Yeah. And then then we get a bit of Nathan at High Flyers, right? Mm. Just, like, a brief scene, and then we get the little past. We go back to the night of the fire. Yeah, because he he gets a letter. Someone someone from High, High Flyers gives him a letter. And then we go back to that night. With Nathan and Haley, like... Did we find out who that letter was from? Well, all the guy, like, the teammate or whatever says is, like, I don't know who this is from, but, like, she smells good or something, because I guess he was smelling Which, the letter or something. What does that mean? Because he definitely, like, looks at it, but you, there, you don't see a return address. Okay. So, like, technically, like, the amount of times that we see it throughout, I we don't actually see the letter and or who it's from. Okay. In the entire episode, I don't think. Okay. We see him eventually open it. Right. And it cuts to other things. Right. But now I'm just, I'm talking about this so much because now that you've said that, I was like, wait. Yeah, I know. I actually just realized that. As we, we don't were, actually we see. Part. Like, did we find out who that was from? No. No, okay. we don't. So. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway, we go to the night of fire after they've gotten back home. Or wait, do we? Do we? Well, because there's... Mm, Something with the annulment papers. Is there? We got, did I miss this? At the very end. Yeah. Oh. So it. Right. Mm. Oh. We don't, but it might. Mm, oh. But it might not be from her. Maybe someone no, said. No, maybe that is what happened. Okay. This episode Anyways. is confusing, clearly. <laughs> yes. Because again, yeah, it's it's so much. There was too back much going back and forth for me to fully keep track of what was going on with like some of the finer details well because later on lucas is talking to Haley about like oh like did you call nathan and mm-hmm. at this point we're i guess we're in the present but it feels like we're like midway through the summer at some point or something like it doesn't feel like we're right all the way there and then she's like well, because no. that was the other thing too right it's like we'd go back to like the night of the fire passed but then we'd also go to like midsummer yeah and because like we know that like she's been sending him letters Mm -hmm. because she he wouldn't pick up the phone 
But then, yeah, so, like, yeah. Anyways, he has a letter. At this point, we definitely don't know who it's from. Right. It flashes back to that night, Mm -hmm. and they talk about, because Deb is staying at the hospital with Dan. Yes. Nathan makes a crack about, like, they should get some sort of, like, discount. At the hospital, yeah. Because they're always there. And then he's just like, why are you here? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's when Haley's like, oh, like, you know, they wanted to be a soul, wanted me to like record on my own, be a solo artist. And she's like, but it doesn't like none of it matters because I don't have yeah. you. And, you know, like we've all made mistakes and this and that. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to High Flyers. Peace. Yeah. There's no more apartment. Your stuff is in storage. Yep. Oh, and she. Oh, OK, because she had said something about like mm, the whole time she was gone, like her yeah. heart was always here in Tree Hill with him. And then as he's walking, like, <laughs> out of the room, he's just like, I'm going to High Flyers, and I'm taking my heart with me. And I was just yep. like, Nathan? Yep. Oof. You're just crushing me over here, Nathan. I know. <sighs> yep. He's not going easy on her, that's for sure. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> she did screw up a lot in the last oh, yeah. uh, yeah. huh. I, he what he said him taking his heart with him was absolutely the right thing and deserved I just it was more that I was heartbroken yeah. for him not yeah. like for, it was just in the like I know. him saying it out loud I was just like yeah oof Nathan yeah yeah and then we go to back to the present uh, yes Brooke and Lucas? Yes. Yeah, because they're in his room slash her room slash whatever that situation is. Yeah, like, why did she still have stuff there? No, because she left it in the in the, in the finale. Remember, she was like, I'm purposely leaving stuff so that then oh, I don't have to, like, right. stay in California with my right, parents. Right, 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 right. I do remember that now. Yeah. Okay, and at this valid. point, we we don't know where what her living situation is going to be. So we're, I think we're supposed to right. assume that she's moving back into that room. I guess. Except she's getting her stuff and taking it with her. And see, that's why I couldn't really tell because it sort of seemed like she was unpacking. But then she definitely like hauled stuff when she because she goes to talk right. to Peyton. So at but first then I thought she was unpacking, but then she took a bunch of stuff with her, and I was like, "Wait, what's happening here?" Well, then I thought it was like, "Oh, she was taking like a care package slash, you know, okay, I have to go help Peyton with this whole mom thing, goodie bag of tools and stuff." It was unclear. Yeah. There was a lot of unclear. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Lucas shows up with this other like, bouquet of flowers that he's swiped from the neighbor's yard. Yes. Like a little thief. Yes. <laughs> um, also, I was so distracted by Brooke's necklaces this entire time because it was like the really long beaded, but like also layered, like so many of them. And I was like, oh my God. I, I was so like, distracted because this. all of the girls are wearing tank tops for basically the entire episode. And it's such a like super 2006 oh. tank top peak height situation. Oh, even the way Deb was dressed at certain points, I was yeah. like, holy crap. Yeah. It was yeah. just like Lady Bicep Central. Like, yeah. It really it was. was. <laughs> And don't get me like I, I love the whole like lady tank top look, but it was just one of those like, every single one of them had mm-hmm. it, and like, so it was just I was like, oh right, that was like a thing. Oh yeah, it really was. <laughs> it was yeah, and then she had her necklaces all layered on top, yeah. and I was like, wow. Two thousand and six, what a time. 
So anyway, he does like semi apologize for yeah saying I love you right as she was leaving because mm-hmm. he like panicked because she was slipping away or some nonsense. Yeah, I um, thought you were slipping away. I panicked. Yeah, pretty much. That's it. That's exactly how it went. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> word for word, even with a <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, she ends up proposing that they could have a non-exclusive fall fling, basically. Yeah. They will see each other. They will date other people. Yeah. Not be exclusive. We can hang out. We can kiss. He does the, like, will we more than kiss? I was like, you guys are fucking 17. Like, put, keep your fucking pants on for a second. I mean, you know, they're also 17, so they're really horny. I know. But it's like, (laughs) she's been gone for three months and they clearly haven't talked for three months. Like. Right give her a day lucas like god especially with the complicated history that you have maybe right. you shouldn't just be throwing that back in the into the mix yeah but yeah then she's like okay i have to go talk to peyton about this whole like mom thing right and then we do another little flashback yes with peyton and lucas in peyton's room yeah um, this is the easiest one to keep track of with past and present because Peyton's hair is wildly different. Yes. And this seems to be clearly like the night of the fire. Yes. Because he's like, oh, I like, I locked the door. So, mm-hmm. <sighs> um, but this is when he's telling her everything that happened with Brooke, but how mm-hmm. he wanted to be with her and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she laughs at him yes. for having absolutely terrible timing. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> And then he has, like, this moment of self-awareness where he realizes he's an idiot. Yeah. But somehow that has no impact on his behavior ever. No. (laughs) Only he listened to that voice in his head that told him to shut up. (sighs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. What a mess. Yep. So then, then what? Then Peyton is like, oh, it's, we get it. Oh, again, this is just so. Well, yeah, because we're with, uh, we're with her and Lucas. Then we get her current, like, current time painting again. Yes. And then a, She a looks different... at that drawing that she's made of her, her dad sailing away. Yeah. Where she gets older in every panel. And then we go back to clearly what is. A different point. A different point in the past. Yes. Because her hair is still, her hair is curly again. And by the way, can we talk about how terrible this wig is? Yeah, it's it's a situation. It's so bad. It's it looks a situation. awful. It looks yeah. awful. <laughs> like, did anyone even attempt to style it? It looks like she slept on it. It's, I could yeah. not, I could not handle Peyton's wig. I know. Well, because like at this point... So, if the night of the fire was the night that she found out that Elio apparently was her her biological mom, mm-hmm. she's clearly, like, reached out to her dad. He's now managed to, like, sail home from yeah, wherever. wherever. So, this has to be at least, yeah, like, a couple weeks into yeah, the summer. Into the summer. And then this is where we get new dad, right? Yes. This is new correct. dad. This is new dad. Because apparently 
real life Peyton and old dad had too much sexual chemistry, which is which like... Which I don't understand at all, because what? Definitely never noticed, and I repeat mine. That's the thing. Like, that's not ever what came through No. on camera. So what were they talking about? I think that everyone that was in charge was just gross. Yeah. Anyway. They recast that man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we get, like, a little tiny bit of, like, yes, Ellie was your biological mom, but, like, right. your mom was your, like, and this is, we get this a lot, I think, on a lot of shows, you know, where, like, your mom is your mom, but your mother, like, right. your mom is your mom, but Ellie was just, like, your birth mother, like, that right. difference of, like, how, like, the word of, the usage of the word, like, mom is much more closer and intimate, and she was there mm-hmm. and taking care of you and that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, probably they could just get around all of this if they just told their children they were adopted, like, up front. Yeah. Like, from the get-go. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. You do you, I guess. I mean, he does explain it relatively well later. Yes, but Peyton was still old enough at the point yes. that her mother died that she should have already had this information. Yes. Agreed. <laughs> anyway. Definitely agreed. Then we get a weird little montage. Oh, my God. So, okay, a weird little <laughs> montage that begins so strangely with Dan standing in front of a mirror with a lighter. Just no, it's, like... it starts with Lucas standing in his room looking oh, at it. it. Yes. Oh, my God, I missed that part. Yeah. I guess, like, looking at Brooke's stuff? I don't even know. But Lucas is definitely in his room. Then we get... Then we get Dan standing in front of a mirror with a lighter. <laughs> like a Zippo lighter. Yeah. Just just holding it with the flame yeah. going. And you're like, what? Yeah. And anyway. then you see that he has, like, some burns on his shoulder. Yes. And then you see that Deb has a manila envelope, which we're, I guess, supposed to think is the annulment papers that she's hiding. Yes. That is definitely what we're supposed to think. Yeah. Um, do we get anyone else or do we go straight? No, then we, then we see Peyton in her room again and then we get another flashback. (laughs) Where she's sketching at her mom's grave. Yeah. The whole, this editing is a whole question. It's a lot to Question mark. (sighs) And then, yeah, her dad explaining like. Yeah. Sort of. Sort of. He's basically just like, yeah, I met Ellie. She wasn't supposed to make contact unless you wanted it. Yeah, like, we never knew your father. Yeah. Um, And I think... Well, he kept saying about, like, how much Peyton was like her mom. Right. And then she's just like, how how could I, like, be for your... Oh, yeah, you got so much for your mom. How could I be? Like, what? How am I like her? Like, all I'm getting is lies. And then she, like, hands him another drawing. And it's just like, lies. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could just sketch as well as fake Peyton or, like, Peyton's fake drawings to then, like, just be, like, every time something happens and I have an emotion, I'm just like, here, slam a sketch in front of somebody. <laughs> right? <laughs> I feel like it would be really, like, a useful skill. <laughs> Definitely. Um. Then we see, we get to Haley showing up at the apartment. Yes. And seeing the pink that Nathan has painted over the wall and over top of the... Yeah. The Haley portrait. Yeah. Um, um, okay. So, like, yeah. when is... When is this supposed to be? Because... Which? Haley going into the apartment this time. I think this is present day. 
Okay, because... I think this is the present moment. But when... So, but three months ago, when she was at Nathan's the day of the fire, he was like, the apartment isn't there anymore. So then... And all your stuff is in storage. So where has she been for the last three months? <laughs> and if it's been three months, why is that painting and everything still there? And how did she get into the apartment with keys? Even if she had keys. Valid questions that have no answers. Because, like, I think you're right. Because, like... Because I think the follow-up scene after is with the Brooke. flashback is, yeah. is real time. So, like, yeah, so then, like, confusion. Unless... Yeah, no, I don't have a, I don't have no. a logical okay. explanation for this. Either way, we flashback. <laughs> yes, we flashback to the night of fire again, right? Yeah. Haley's staying at... Yes, because it was late. Nathan, Nathan told yeah. her to stay in the guest room. Yes, because, again, the apartment is gone and she has nowhere to stay. Yeah. Um, Even though we've just learned that it's not gone. But anyways. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, technically. (laughs) Anyway. He comes in to make sure she has everything she needs. And they start getting into, like, they just get into it. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Because she talks, he says something about, like, He says, like, no, because like, she's like, no, like, I could go to Lucas's or, but like, I could go somewhere else, like, Peyton. And he's like, no, like, once you turn the lights off, it's all the same darkness. And you're like, oh, my God, Nathan, you're killing me. Right. And then she talks about, like, do you remember when you took those drugs that time before the game? Oh, right. And then you, like, promised after that, like, you know, as long as you got a second chance, you would be better, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, I know that I hurt you. And I had said the, oh, I had sent you the, cause then they talk about, because, like, how she he left and then she didn't call him back after he went to visit her and how he had to like deleted her voicemail. Right. And then she's like, well, this is what it said. And she like went on and on like about what she said and stuff. And he just didn't care. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. Yeah. Well, cause then they start talking about the annulment papers that she signed and she's like, you initiated it. And yeah, you didn't call and I drove to see you and all of that yeah. and just, just a mess. Yep. Then we go back to Haley at the apartment mm-hmm. in real time and Brooke shows up mm-hmm. um, to be like, oh, by the way, this is, is mine now. Yeah. <laughs> I You're live here like, now. Wait, what? Which I knew was going to happen. I knew all of this was going to happen. I just couldn't remember how it happened. Same. I actually thought that Haley got the apartment back when she came back and then Nathan wasn't living with her so she ended up taking Brooke in I didn't realize it was the other way around yeah yeah totally the same because like yeah well and also like didn't didn't as I mean we know no one has parents right but like could Brooke's parents rent that apartment for her and then her live in it as a 17 year old is that I don't mm. I don't know I don't know how the how this would work legally yeah anyways i mean i'm assuming her parents are rich again so possibly they just like i would maybe they i don't know because i mean let's just if they rented it in like her dad's name and like she just says like she just lives like who would like who's gonna know right kind of right i think that that Um, might be the case and like maybe that eventually comes up or something because there's just teenagers living everywhere on there right i mean like because Haley and nathan at least like 
Nathan's emancipated and Haley is married to him. So she's also effectively emancipated. Yeah. So like that makes sense. So, I don't yeah. know about Brooke. Anyways. But yeah, none of them have parents. So that's no. fine for them. <laughs> and Brooke now has the apartment. Oh boy. So yes. Yeah. Then we flash forward uh, a little bit. I mean, but like minutes. Yeah. Because she's putting up her like summer mood board with all her pictures of like boys. And then Mouth comes in with boxes. So it's literally, yeah, we're flashing forward for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But Haley's (laughs) no longer there. No. Um, So yes, lots of boxes are coming in. Brooke gives Mouth a sun-kissed. Yeah. Just seemed very product placement to me. I was like, yes. damn, what is this? Well, yeah, because normally they purposely, like, turn the can or whatever, so you can't. Yeah. No, she was, but they, they made, like, such a point of being like, here, have this. Here. And I was like, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> uh-huh. Ah, sun-kissed. Yeah. It's been a while since I had one of those. Um, they end up talking a little bit about Lucas and how, why she won't commit to, like, being exclusive with him. We find out that he and Erica did indeed break up. Yes. Which we predicted because we knew that that she was not going to be in this season. But it was not because she moved away, like I may have thought. It was because she got popular and they broke up. Which is such a mean reason. They could have just moved her away. That would have been fine. Especially because we're never going to see her again. And like, how how does someone get popular over the summer? I don't know. Because like, yeah, you're going to see your friends and stuff like that. But like, you're not in that school kind of hive environment where like, that kind of stuff matters, you know? Just saying. Yeah, that's a that's a fair point. Just saying. Maybe maybe it was like the people from her her little party. Uh, yeah, she must have just like party kept situation. Party or something. That, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, Brooke doesn't want any of the drama with Lucas, and Mouth is just kind of like okay. Yep. Hayden comes by. Yes. She is not gonna forgive Haley. No. Whoa. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> Well, because then even, like, you know, because they talk about how, you know, like, Peyton's going to, like, help, like, decorate the place and this and that, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, they should, like, leave the painting up because as a reminder of, like, what Haley did. and Yeah. Even Brooke's like, are you sure, like, this is just kind of, like, isn't about, like, the whole, like, Ellie thing? And she's just like, right. no. And, you know, because, like, you know, well, Haley Brooke was... is trying to give Haley a little bit, of it, like, yeah. the benefit of the doubt to say, like, maybe she just got scared and, like, she screwed up. Yeah. Just also, like, no, Peyton is and... 100% projecting, but whatever. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> I always just, I love Brooke for stuff like this because I think probably because she has screwed up a lot in her very recent past, yeah. um, is so willing to give people a second chance. Well, like, that's why, you know, shout out to the season two wrap-up episode we gave her like the most growth thing Mm -hmm. because if you think of like the very beginning of season one yes you wouldn't have her as this person who would be forgiving Haley for doing that to nathan Mm -hmm. for trying to help every you know for like even just i mean not that i like because like even with the whole like lucas thing like no like let's just you know be real teenagers let's date around like let's not be exclusive do our like all those things that like seem so smart so mature like so mm-hmm. yeah shout out to Brooke yep 
then we go to the river court. And at this point, I actually don't know what point we're supposed to be. Is this, is this the past summer? What's happening? What? Where are we in time? I think we're in the the past. Okay. Because because he asks Haley if she's staying. Because yeah, so like he's playing basketball. He has a moment where like, oh my god, his heart. He's gonna die, but he's fine. And then Haley's there. <laughs> like standing behind him and she says something and he's like well i don't know like are you home and she says yeah and they hug so i think that is like okay a day or two after the fire fair enough also if that man hugged me with when he was that sweaty i would have slapped him so gross yeah i was like ew no (laughs) he's so sweaty yep anyway We go back to Peyton. Yes. Presumably after the whole visiting her mom's grave situation. Because her hair is curly here, right? I think so, yeah. Well, and because we get the, like, the moment of her, like, painting and drawing, current time, quick flashback. Right. Back forth. But yeah, she ends up talking with her dad. Because that's what I'm assuming anything with her dad is happening within, like, the span of a couple days. Because I'm assuming he, like, he has to go back to the ocean. But anyway, he's just talking about, like, how when they first brought her home, her mom didn't sleep for the first week because she just, like, wanted to, like, always be there for her and how she mm-hmm. was always going to know that she was so loved. And uh, yeah. this is when he explains that they were going to tell Peyton together. How old was Peyton when she died? This is the part that I don't remember. Because in my head, it was, I guess, somewhere in that, like, 12, 13 range. That's what I thought. I thought she was, like, 12. So I feel like, because, I mean, that does sound like an age where they would tell her and then i guess maybe like it just happened the mom had the accident first right which i i still think your child should already know they're adopted by that age i mean moving on yes um but yes i do understand why you wouldn't tell her after her mother died like well he even said like i wanted you to like sort of be able to like separate the grief like sort out the grief Right. For one thing, you know, and so valid. That's valid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he he gets a little harsh on her. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> but like at first, I was like, okay, cool, because he's like, you can be mad at me. Like, pin your anger on me. That's fine. I don't want you to be mad at your mom. But then he's like, yeah. don't you dare. And I was like, okay, listen. <laughs> she just found out from a perfect stranger. Yeah. That she is adopted and that her living biological mother is out <laughs> there in the world. I don't think yeah. anyone should be getting angry with Peyton right now. <laughs> that doesn't seem fair. I think that if Peyton wants to be angry with her dead mother, she's well within her right to do so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just had to get out that out there. <sighs> like, can you imagine... Your mother is dead. She's died. This is a thing that Peyton struggles with so much. Yeah. Especially because, like, she blames herself in part for it happening. Well, right? So, yeah. So, like, what's her dad been doing for the last... Let's just let's just say it was 12. They're 17 now. That's what we're just going to make canon okay. for five until years. we are told otherwise. So, like, for the last five years, he left at yes. some point... I'm I'm hoping at least, you know, 15, 16. But then, like, yeah, like, why wasn't that then a conversation when she turned 13, when she turned 14? Like, 
When she turned 15. All of these times, because every time it was the anniversary, we saw when she had, what was it, season one, where she had the talk with Whitey? Like, yeah, this is clearly something that she's like, and like, not that it would then be like, oh, don't even worry about it. Like, that wasn't your mom. Like, not that kind of a thing. But just No, to, like, but like. Maybe it would have been like, hey, not like replacement, but like, here's this other person that maybe could be part of our family or like something. Yeah. Or just even like Peyton deserves to know that yeah. information about herself. Like. So, yeah, to then again be informed by a perfect stranger. <laughs> you had to be angry too. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, we go to the cafe. Present day, because Karen has, is back. Yes. see Um, okay (laughs) because this is where it gets weird again okay deb and karen are there they kind of get up they've sort of like i guess deb and lucas kind of like redecorated the cafe a little bit there's quotes it's all like edgy or some kind of crap Mm -hmm. andy's not back yet nope neither karen nor deb have heard from keith right um Haley and lucas come in and Karen's like, oh my god, Haley's back. But I mean, I guess if Karen just got back, it would make sense that she was, like, surprised by Haley. But I feel like Haley and Lucas are wearing the clothes that they were wearing on the river court. Oh, true. So then how did Lucas not see Haley for three months? And where was Haley standing? What did Haley do this summer? <laughs> we don't know. We don't know what she did last summer. <laughs> we don't. We don't know what she did last summer. <laughs> I was so confused now about what Haley has been doing for the last three months. This is bad what? writing and bad editing. Oh my this is God. this is plot hole that we have discovered. Well, especially because like, <laughs> well, okay, but here's what's also weird because she asks Karen, she tells Karen she's hoping for her old job back. Basically, she's hoping to get a job. And Deb says, yes. oh, yeah, I told her she could work here. So, obviously, that conversation has already happened. Has she been staying with Deb and Nathan? Like, Well, but Nathan was gone, so maybe she was just staying with Deb. Oh, maybe she was just staying with Deb. But hiding out in the house so no one knew she was home? I don't know. Maybe Lucas was just so wrapped up in his own crap that he wasn't. <laughs> I guess talking to Haley because yeah, even like weird. she definitely wasn't talking to Peyton because at this point Peyton's still angry with her so we know that right. she hasn't seen Peyton hmm okay. we found a mystery we have solved it but I think we're leaving it partially unsolved because <laughs> it does make sense that she would have stayed with Deb with yes. Nathan gone and then is now leaving because but Nathan's then isn't Dan back. still there oh shit that's a good point. she would have only would been she... there until oh, yeah. he came home from the hospital Mm. <laughs> any hoozles she has a little flashback about the yep. first time she played piano and i forgot that she had like really dark straight oh, hair right? and then now she has like this blonde wavy like this whole episode i was like Haley james stop looking at me you're making me feel things um, <laughs> dear bethany joy lens turn yeah, it down I turn it down did. yeah truly um she's gorgeous but then, yeah, she tells Lucas about how, like, this is the first time I ever, like, I the, my first performance ever was for Nathan here. And you're just like, oh. Yeah. And then we cut to Nathan again with letters at camp. Right. 
And then we flash back to that night again. The night of the fire. Oh, yeah, that's right. Before he went to High Flyers. Because Haley went to talk to him in the middle of the night. Yep. And I got angry because, of course, she, like, walks into his room because the door is wide open. (laughs) And she's like, are you awake? And it's like, well, because it's TV, right? So the moon is, like, blaring into the... (laughs) In his room. And his door is wide open and all the lights in the hallway are open. Yes, he's fucking awake. Like, right, oh yeah. The hallway lights being on was but anyways. too far for me. <laughs> yeah, so, like, basically he's just, yeah. He's like, I want you to, like, he's like, sometimes I just want to hurt you the way you hurt me. Yeah. And you're like, oof. And then she says she is hurting. And then she says something about, like, always and forever before she leaves the room. Yeah, she kind of mumbles it. And, yeah. yeah. And then instead of leaving the room, she like, oh, she like crawls back into bed with him. <laughs> like on top of him. And they like sort of hug, sort of oh, kiss for like a hot second. It's so awful. Because then he's like, you need to go. Yeah. And she says, I understand if you don't love me anymore. <sighs> Except that he does still love her. Because he, he just, also says yep. always and forever. Yep. Yep. He says, I just can't trust you. Mm. And it's awful. And I hate it. And I just want them to be okay again. Well, yeah, because, like, the whole thing, like, he says, right? He's like, that's the whole thing. It is always and forever. Mm-hmm. Like, I still love you. I will always love you. Yeah. But I can't. Yeah. Me, Nathan. I know. I can't. I know. <laughs> Which is then uh, we cut to now and Dan is double ripping apart Nathan's yeah, room. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll, you know, if you look enough times, it might show up. Yeah. <laughs> it never does. Yes. So then Deb is like, ugh, here, take this envelope. Yeah. <laughs> Dan opens it and he's like, these are our divorce papers. I was like, <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you're better now. So we're getting divorced. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bye. <laughs> yeah. And at this point when I was watching it with my sister, she was like, are, did Deb and Peyton have the same wig? <laughs> yes. Yes, they did. <laughs> Except I actually think that's Deb's real hair because it looks miles better than whatever wig they put on Peyton. Yeah. Not it's that the just... hairstyle is particularly good, but yeah, like, no, that part's not. Yeah, like it's it her hair; like... it's just done badly. Y- yes, <laughs> it just doesn't look like it's. I don't know. Peyton's wig is so bad. <sighs> anyway, yeah. Oh yes, Haley's at the cafe working. Yep. And Brooke stops by mm-hmm. to be like, "Get all your stuff and bring it to the the apartment because you're moving in with me." Yeah. Yay. Brooke and Haley roommates. Yes. So that's exciting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, where where has Haley been staying this whole time? We're unclear. I'm even more confused about this timeline now than I was when I initially watched it yeah. through. <laughs> right? So that's fun. <laughs> Turns out that upon closer inspection, the timeline becomes less clear. <laughs> See, if we weren't logistical sticklers, this would just be flying through, but nope. (laughs) Nope. 
I want the receipts. I want the calendars. I want those planners. I want the, I want the date plans. books. I want floor plans. Yeah. Give me your timeline. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, we are on the boardwalk with Lucas and Peyton in the present because her hair is cut. Like, or at least I don't I don't know if it's the present present or if it was just like close to the present yeah yeah unclear in, again where this happens in the time actually of but things. no it does have to be present present because oh yes you're right yes right okay so they have some sort of thing about like oh I keep forgetting because like your hair um, she does she make makes... a jab at Lucas's hair from last season which yeah. is hilarious yes um, but Ellie had long hair so that's why she cut her hair yeah. And then, like, she hasn't heard from her all summer. She hasn't had any weird, creepy emails. And then Lucas is like, she's back. I saw her. Mm-hmm. First of all, like, when did this happen? Um, okay. <sighs> but, yeah, so that then must be present. Yeah. Even though their conversation definitely makes it feel slightly yeah, like when she cut her hair? post-present. Yeah. Like, right before this present moment started happening? No, because I think his comment is something about kind of like the summer was short. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe this was just all a bad idea and we are learning that we are way too into... after the, We should have learned after the OC and the fact that the Cohen's house made no architectural no sense. sense. <laughs> that we were not going to be able to Zero. handle nine seasons of One Tree Hill. Yes. <laughs> True. <laughs> so, anyway... We move on from there. Yes. We go to back to High Flyers at some point when he's there. Unclear when. Yep. Um, but the other guy that gave him the letter in the first place invites him to go out later with the guys, I guess. Um, and they talk a little bit about just sort of like Nathan's having, he's finding it like, I guess his, he's finding his progress slow. Yeah. As far as like coming back from his injury and the guy's just like, you know, it takes time. Like he'll get yeah. there. And then Nathan opens the letter or like reads the letter and it's yeah. the annulment papers yes yes but Haley didn't sign them no she wrote I love you where she was supposed to sign it yep yeah so I guess maybe it wasn't a letter maybe it was just the annulment papers I guess right yeah But then, who had them? Because Lucas, Haley gave them to Lucas, and then Nathan found them in Lucas's bag. Oh, yeah. Hmm. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to, like, make something up. So Haley, in the three weeks that she was staying with Deb, while Dan was in the hospital, after Nathan went to High Flyers, because he had them, she found them, Nathan... Haley found them and then wherever she was living in a box over the <laughs> second two months of the summer she sent them to Nathan Okay. to see that she didn't actually sign them but if Nathan had them would she presume that he looked at it okay moving on or <laughs> did Lucas take them back from Nathan yeah did, did, did Nathan maybe not actually take them from Lucas right. when he found them in his bag that time because right. we definitely like that happened he found them in Lucas's bag yeah so 
maybe Lucas actually had them and then he sent them to Nathan, which seems like a meddling thing that Lucas would do. Hundo. Although I do agree with this one. Hmm. Yes. Also <laughs> agreed. Yeah. We have a theory if we're running with it. I wonder if we'll ever find out. We may not. We may not. <laughs> but we do end up back at the apartment. Haley's moving back in. Yeah. Brooke has left the... Because, okay, wait. So the painting on the wall was something that Brooke made, uh, Peyton made for Nathan and Haley's wedding party. Yeah. A painting of them. It was lovely. Nathan then painted pink over it because Haley hates pink and he painted mm-hmm. over it and the walls. But then Brooke put a little frame around that. Was it Brooke or was it Peyton? Okay. To, yeah, you're right. We don't know. At this point, I assumed it was Brooke because as far as we know, Peyton is still mad. Right. But a little frame. It just it said, seems like, a love. little snarky because the frame says love on it. Which seems like more, at this point in time, more of a Brooke thing. Fair enough. Because she's trying to like move on and accept and she was kind of on Haley's side of like they do still love each other but it was time right. and bad stuff and whatever. Yeah. And I mean she does straight up say to like because Haley looks at it and it's kind of like oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> And Brooke fully, like, Brooke is straight up with her. She's like, listen, you did what you did. I don't really have a lot of pity for you. But also, like, I have a room. Take it or leave it. Like, we'll be cool. Yeah. And Haley's like, sure. (laughs) So, like, they share the bedroom, right? It seems like it, yeah. Right? Because that's not a two-bedroom apartment. I don't think so. I just couldn't remember what happened there. I was like, wait. Yeah, no, I think they would have to share the bedroom. Yeah. Ugh. Then we go to church. Sorry, I'm not not liking church. Uh, let me not kind of I mean, down, you should. But, but like <laughs> in this specific thing, it's because it's Dan. But also, for a deeply Protestant country, I just thought it was very weird that he ended up at a Catholic church in confession. That's what I mean. For a deeply Protestant country, you see confessionals a lot in American television, all the time. And I know there are Catholics in the U.S. I'm aware of this, but like, yeah, like I said, New deeply England. Protestant country. <laughs> yeah. Like, unless you're in Boston or something, yeah. I'm so confused. <laughs> or like maybe New York. Yeah, the the Kennedys and whatnot. But like, yeah, and it's clearly just so like we can always be privy oh, to these conversations. Right. It's literally just so you can have somebody confess to a priest. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, just had to point that out. I mean, like, I get it. The aesthetic of a Catholic church is excellent. Yes. And just all the, like, you know, everything oh, that yeah. goes along with it. Oh, the, yeah. The rules and the thing, and it makes good makes for the drama. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Catholicism is good at anything. It's good at the, it's good mm-hmm. at high drama. Mm-hmm. And some gothic aesthetic. <laughs> Lots of candles. <laughs> anyway, Dan is going to talk to a priest. Yeah. Uh, which is hilarious because then the priest is trying to do like his whole spiel you know the like yeah you know and Dan's just like yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) oh boy and he's just like sorry it's such it's such a weird it's I mean Dan's a weirdo so I guess well yeah because the whole thing was just like him trying to figure out who did it and it cuts to like so it literally gives like every single person a motive and then it's just like you know because I'm looking for or you know the priest is like do you want absolution and he's like well can it be for like 
future sins because like who when i find out who did this i'm gonna like right burn everything to rubble and blah blah dan blah. yeah well for sins not yet committed that would be 12 hail marys <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. Anyways. Oh, yes. Then we go to Lucas and Brooke on the beach. Yep. Um, I don't know. They just decide they're going to hang out. Yeah. And he's all like, is this going to work, keeping it casual? And she's like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> and then immediately he's like, so can we kiss again? And you're oh like, my oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, they do end up doing that. They end up making out, and then she snaps a selfie of them with what appears to be a Motorola razor. Mm, not, no. No? No. Motorola razors were fl- uh, flatter. Okay. Just, and oh, and so less I was curvy. Say, did they take pictures? I don't even remember. They did circa 2008. Okay. Okay. So we're not there yet. So, so yeah, what I is don't, this I don't phone? think... I feel like it was still probably Motorola, but I don't... It was okay. whatever 2006... The precursor flip. to the Razor. Yeah. Anyway. Not gonna lie. Motorola Razor. One of the best phones I've ever had. I loved my Motorola Razor. It was great. I, had, I think was, I had like a couple versions. It was one of versions. my favorite phones. Yeah. 100% it was one of my favorite Absolutely. phones. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good times. No one typed faster in T9 than me. Oh no one. God. So good. T9. Oh my god. Yeah. But then... So then we get to Peyton present. The number is painted. Yes. It's 6.47 something, something, something billion people. Yeah. And then we get a bit of a montage with Peyton, Peyton saying the quote of there's X amount of people on the planet right now. Did you know that now there's 8 billion? So, I mean, that's what? 2 billion people in 15 years? That's actually not that all things considered, I guess. It's pretty wild, though. Yeah. Too many people. <laughs> Just too many people. Um, but then her quote of, like, you know, sometimes someone's looking for this or someone wants it. Like, of mm-hmm. course, then it's all tied to, like, each person that they show. Right. Which is why I can't remember the exact. I don't I mean, Brooke I is I pinning up. up. I actually didn't see the picture she put up. I assumed it was from it was, her it was, and Lucas. She, well, she printed it out first. You saw that. Oh, she did. I missed that part. Yeah, I was going to say, you she see would have had like, to print this out. <laughs> yeah. No, you see her print it out. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. At this moment, there are 6,471,800,000 people. Some are running scared. We see Haley, or we see Brooke with the picture. Yeah. Uh... Summer coming home, we see Haley being sad. And Some, she's like playing with her wedding ring. With her wedding ring, yeah. Some tell lies to make it through the day. Uh, it's Karen. Karen and, and Deb at Deb the, the cafe. cafe. Yeah. The pay- Which also, Deb, I we didn't mention this earlier in the episode when Haley asks for a cup of coffee and Deb says, I could go for a cup of gin. So you're like, mm-hmm. I think there's a little implication that Deb is drinking. Yeah. So. Yes, agreed. And then, then we see Peyton, Peyton's drawings, I think. Uh, others are just now facing the truth. Uh, then we see Dan leaving the church, yeah. and it's some evil men are at war with good. And then we see the, 
that stupid burn piece of so the note that oh, came with the right. liquor yes. that Dan had the, that said for every for for everything you've done right so it's right it could be like for everything you've done or for everything right. you've done right and like Dan had it in his hand and it was burning but then we see that Lucas actually has it right now yes and that's when it says some are struggling with and some good are struggling with the evil. And then six billion people in the world, six billion souls. Sometimes all you need is one. Yeah. And that's when we see Nathan at the gym. Mm-hmm. And it cuts to mouth with Brooke and Nathan. And then kind of like weird flat whatever. But then Nathan does have his wedding ring. It's just yeah, on, on a, a chain. chain. Yeah. Whereas yeah. at this point we thought that he's like gotten rid of it. But like he's still wearing it. So. He's still wearing it. <sighs> yeah. That episode. Indeed. <laughs> Even more deeply confusing than I originally thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you hear that wailing siren right now? <laughs> Apologies, everyone. No, actually, I cannot. Oh, good. So Excellent. Good um... So we kind of, so I mean, we had, uh, what was it, Kevin Kilner as Larry Sawyer. That's kind of like the main new person, because like the other people were like the firefighter and the priest Mm -hmm. and like, and like the guy on Nathan's basketball team. Yeah, the one like high flyer guy. Yeah. Um, But I feel like the new Mr. Sawyer will maybe see, maybe here and there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we see. I think he's in like six episodes or something when I looked at it. Okay, yeah. But. He's another one of those people who's just in, like, an episode of everything. Yeah. And that's what, like, all of those people, it was all just, like, yeah. mm, something, something. So, um, yeah. We didn't really have anything in high school because we're not, we're still no, in the we're summer. we're still summer. Yeah. Um, uh, who did you have as most annoying? I didn't know. Yeah, it was kind of hard to decide. Yeah. Because, like, Lucas wasn't actually that bad. Right? All things considered. Right. So then, like, is it just Dan again? Because he I mean, was just being crazy and, like, vindictive and evil and brooding through it's Nathan's like, stuff. And... The, the thing with Dan in this episode, though, is he wasn't even particularly annoying. He was just unhinged. <laughs> like, Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And I like, all of it. Every every single thing he did, from ransacking Nathan's room to standing weirdly in front of the mirror with the lighter to... <laughs> doing his weird confession to the priest like who was all just like not even annoying behavior just like unhinged behavior yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i don't know maybe no one was particularly annoying yeah i don't yeah i agree yeah i think we'll 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 save this one and someone will get it twice very soon i'm sure i'm sure i'm assuming it's gonna be dan or lucas yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a quote of the episode? I didn't. <laughs> Although I guess we could go with Peyton's at the end. I, that was pretty good. Um, I had had Nathan when he they had, when he had asked when he when he told Haley to stay, and it was just like when we turn the lights off, you know, all the darknesses. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all the same darkness. It's all it's the all darkness. the same darkness. Yeah. Just which kind of like was a very little that was like that was kind of one of the first like oh things that Nathan says and you're just like, Oh, Nathan, you're killing me. I this know, episode. Nathan. In a like I'm feeling your pain kind of a way. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I had Nathan. 
What about the song of the episode? We had lots. Well, lots I'm realizing that I didn't properly go through the songs that were in this episode. It's <laughs> okay. I got the words right here. Um, okay. So at the beginning, the song yes. that I kept laughing at because it was just like woo 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 whatever um, is "Feeder Feeling a Moment." Okay. Um, there's a Matthew Ryan song when Lucas and Peyton are talking. Uh, Trembling Blue Stars. There's a Lucero song. There's a Mozella song, which I was just like, what? oh yeah, right. <laughs> um, I don't know who that person was. I was just, mm, da, da. Obviously, like there's like the Bethany Joy Lynn song again. Right. Um, the, I think this, the like sort of start of the, uh, what like when Dan's in church and like that kind of like mm-hmm. almost at the end, is Trembling Blue Stars, All Eternal Things. Um, and then the like end when Peyton's saying the quote and stuff is an right. athlete song. So okay, yeah, I never really like. It was kind of more just like, oh right, feeder, oh right, Mozilla. But yeah, I didn't yeah, have, like a. There wasn't really one that like fully stood out for me though. No. Well, yeah. I'll right. from again the beginning one just because it was way too pump up jams. <laughs> right. <laughs> what even happens from here? I have no idea. Truly. I don't know. I truly don't know. Because, <laughs> like, we haven't seen Whitey. Keith still isn't back yet. I guess Nathan, like, the problem is because, like, we don't know. It's, like, the end of summer, but it's still summer, right? Like, they're not yeah. back at school. So, like, Nathan isn't back from High Flyers yet. We don't quite know. Like, we're, like yeah, we're kind of in that, like. Yeah, so I'm assuming like I'm assuming Nathan's gonna come back in the next episode. Yeah. Beyond that, I have zero idea what's gonna happen. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Oh, I think Brooke has a party. Mm, interesting. Yes, I. Interesting. <sighs> hmm. Uh, in this one little synopsis, it's like Peyton deals with family issues. Yeah. We don't. <laughs> Haley tries to tell Nathan how she feels. Yeah. We know. <laughs> that's like, that's every episode. Oh, boy. I guess we'll have to come back next week and find out. Yeah. Indeed. Man, we'll see you then. Bye. Bye.